Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with the great Cameron Smith. And I, we just uh, we were just going back over the last few hours. And I uh, I said that the Sharks, the Cowboys, were guaranteed a prelim, which was so good for the game. <laughs> and I need to correct that. I need to correct that. <laughs> if they win this weekend, they are guaranteed yes. a prelim. I, uh, yes. I was more thinking of the mind that they'll finish second and third. Yes. Um, but, yeah, uh, look, I'll be honest, though. I think they will win this weekend. Uh, yeah, of course. But I just wanted to correct it because I know there'll be some uh, fans out You're there You're a perfectionist. Mate, well, mm, maybe not. Uh, if, you, if you looked at me. Yeah. If I was, I'd be in a much better place uh, in my life, Smithy. Um, let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyway, just wanted to correct that to make sure that uh, the fans knew I wasn't just uh, yes. saying they would dominate Penrith and they had no, they had no chance of losing. Now, on to a call from Sharky in Nowra, the great Nowra. Boys. How you going, Sharky? What's doing, Cameron? You going good? Uh, I've got a couple of things to ask you too. All right? Now, yeah, what do you got, mate? If you finish in the top four, Cameron, end of the year, you're very disappointed that it's a failure if you don't make week three of the finals, eh? Sorry, mate, say that again. If, if, we, if we finish top four... And you don't make week three of the finals, I consider that a failure. Do you agree? Well, I think from the Storm's point of view, mate, yeah, of course. Oh, I think so. Okay, well, yeah. I'm going to run this by you. If I'm going to win tonight, which means Cowboys got a guaranteed third spot, yeah? Done. Yep. Would you really want Would you really want to go out and risk your star players, being Nanai, Townsend, Drinkwater, whoever, right, mm-hmm. on a 15% chance that the Sharks are going to lose to the Knights? Because I'm thinking you're playing a Penrith team, and for Penrith, you get an advantage here. I'm not yep. saying they will, but it is rugby league. A few little cheap shots here, twist of a leg or whatever, a bloke's out injured. All of a sudden, that's not blokes not available for the finals. If I'm Todd Payton and Parramatta win tonight, I'm resting my stars because either way, North Queensland get the second week haste, haste final anyway, and you've got yep. to think of it this way. No matter who they're playing in North Queensland, with in front of a sellout crowd, I'd back the more coins in to make the preliminary final anyway. Yeah. But you, know, you know what I'm saying there, Cameron? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's a fair point, and it's a fair argument, to be honest. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you furthermore to that. I think if go, going off, you know, the result tonight between uh, Parramatta and Melbourne, if Melbourne are to lose, so if Parramatta knock off the Storm, Parramatta will finish fourth. The Storm... Really on for and against, they they should finish fifth. I think they can at a, a you know at a, a low percentage chance of of going lower. Say they lose to Parramatta tonight. If I'm the Roosters or Rabbitohs, uh, I'd almost think about. Oh, sorry, if I'm the Roosters, I'd almost think about resting some of my stars, because if Storm get beaten, it's highly unlikely that the Roosters 
can further their position other than sixth. So, so there's a couple of uh, it's yeah, it's it's a good argument that you make because it's the same thing. It's the same situation that the Roosters find themselves in as the Cowboys, where they know they're not going to change position. So why risk? Why risk? You know, players' health through either injury or even um, a suspension. Like you think about the you know the 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 sort of the, the 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 knife's edge that Jared Weir Hargraves plays on. That's so right. you'd almost you'd almost you'd almost go well. Melbourne have been beaten. Um, we're we're pretty much guaranteed you know sixth v seventh the following week. Let's yep. let's just hey Jared, you're having a rest. Joseph Suwali, you're having a rest. James Tedesco, you're having a rest. Just take your take your big stars out and just go hey boys, let's get ready for next week first final. Same on Sunday at the Sharks. If the cow if the Cowboys rest and they, and they lose. They won't play all the stars on Sunday either. Yep. The, the, only, the, the only thing, um, and I'd hate to be a party pooper, fellas, I think <laughs> I think that once you name your squad, you can't mm. actually move more than two players out of it, I'm pretty sure. Right. Um, well, so, just claim COVID. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you are, but then they might miss the following week, mate. A bit like, bit like Cookie. Yeah. Well, so they might miss two games. But Smitty, I tell you, I tell so, you what might happen, Kempy. It might just be you might go down with, you know, four little tight calves at at the captain's run. Have to make mm. a late change. Well, I mean, it, exactly because you, I like your. Let's say you go. Okay, who are the most important? Let's just go Roosters. Let's rest two players because you can make two changes: Hargreaves and Tedesco. Tedesco. And then Joey and Suoliti in, yep. uh, you know, the warm or whatever. Yep. Just need a little twinge. A little baby Absolutely. twinge. I, I, think, I think Sharky from there, I think it's a great argument that he brings up. That's why the buy, a buy before finals would be, you know, uh, yep. a good which idea. Is, which is what the AFL are doing. Yeah. So, mate, great call from Sharky from Nara. Great call. Uh, it's it, What I love about that call, too, it's so in-deep in the tactics of preparing for finals because it's almost a new season. Smithy, mm. I mean, you could speak way more on it, but is that what it kind of feels like when you... Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's pretty much... So once once this round is over, the the you know the bottom eight teams, they they go on and have their little, you know, end of year celebrations and, and whatnot. Um, but the top eight teams, it's it, it, it starts again. It really is, and and that's your focus when you get into finals. It just you you got to hit the reset button. Everyone's back at the starting line again, because we we as we mentioned at the start of the um, beginning of this show, Kempy, there's you know Raiders being sort of you know particularly outsiders. Every other team in in that top eight, if if they turn up and play their best football, they can beat any other team in in this in this top eight um, final series. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. Mm. So. So your mindset has to be, you know, if you know Penrith, they're the minor premiers, they're finishing on top. If you're a player in any of those other sides, in you know the Sharks, Cowboys, Eels, Storm, Roosters, Rabbits, and Raiders, you just go, hey boys, let's go, mm. let's just be the best team in the final four weeks. Yeah. No. If we are that, we we take out the whole thing. Yeah. Forget about the previous twenty five weeks. Mm. Means nothing. Mm. Means nothing. We've put in. We've put in the hard work to get ourselves here in the final series. Let's just be the best team for the final month, and we win it all. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it really is the, the finals footy. The level increase. It is substantial. It is honestly. It's you can feel it. You can when you're on the field. 
the tension in the air. It's it's just a whole different ball game. And some teams respond differently. Like, you know, you could argue, you know, maybe the Raiders do respond really, really well to that pressure just because they're such a, a gritty team under Ricky. So, um, yeah. you know, I'm just using Raiders as an example because they're considered the outsiders. You know, other teams could do it as well. Mm. Um Kempi, we just had a, we just had a good text actually from Matt, and um, I think we may have spoken about this maybe a fortnight ago about you know you know how they do the final round um, in the EPL, how yep. they all kick off at the same time. Yep. So Matt's text in and said, "Hey boys, to afford to avoid um, all these uh, permutations as far as you know, watching a team play Thursday night and looking at a result and then deciding if you're going to play players or rest players, to avoid this situation, why not set up?" the final round of our season and everyone kicks off at the same time. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'd have to go like, and buy I, I, eight I, TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that though. Mate, it'd be hectic. Imagine that. I, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear what our listeners think of that. Like just text in and give us your thoughts. But final round of the NRL. Like imagine, imagine these matchups this week, not knowing, like there's, there's so many teams can move. Not knowing where they're going to be, like they're all, they'll all finish within, say, you know, five or ten minutes of each other. It'd be like unbelievable. This, yeah, That's this, what it would be. Yeah, the suspense. <laughs> you know, you got, for example, you've got, you've got Eels versus Storm. So that's picking the fourth. You've got Broncos versus Raiders in the sense I'm just talking about versus in first positions. Yes. Then you've got uh, Cowboys and Sharkies that are vying mm-hmm. for that top two. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many games right now that you would be, you know, suspensefully focusing on, like uh, following, because the result could change everything. So I don't mind it. I really don't mind it. I also think that you probably, you, you may actually get more people to the games as well because, um, you know, it's it's more of a an event kind of thing. Uh, yep. rather, so actually, yeah, I don't mind that at all. Now, we have some, we're not breaking news because it's uh, been around for a bit now, being reported at least. Mm-hmm. Christian Roll, well, Christian Wolf. The Dolphins have snared the hottest coaching property in World Rugby League. That's wow. uh, that's what I've been told anyway. Uh, yep. With a signing of Christian Wolf mm-hmm. on a long-term deal, Wolf is the current St Helens coach in the English Super League. Yep. He will be the assistant to Wayne Bennett, the greatest grand final-winning coach in Australian Rugby League. In 2020, the former Cowboys, Broncos, and Knights assistant took up an opportunity with the English glamour club St Helens. Under Wolf, St. Helens have won the last two Super League Grand Finals, the 2021 Challenge Cup Final, and have just claimed the 2022 English Super League Minor Premiership. Bennett said Wolf had amassed a strong coaching resume that made him the Dolphins' number one target for the position. Quote, Christian has done his time as both an assistant and a head coach and done everything right to deserve this opportunity. Christian has done the deal to bring his family home to Queensland, and I am certain... He is going to be a great asset to the Dolphins and is next in line as a head uh, coach of the club. Yep. Uh, also, uh, just quickly, I'm pretty sure he was the coach of Donga when they beat Australia. Yeah, no, uh, so he is still, he is currently the, the Tongan coach still. So he'll coach them in the World Cup this year, I believe. So, I mean, he's got all the resume that you would ever want in an assistant coach. Um, he was actually at the Broncos when I was there as well. Really, really affable guy. Uh, mm. Really easy to get along with, but also uh, a bloke that demanded respect. You know, he just has some people have that presence. Yep. Um, he absolutely has that presence. Now, the plan reportedly will be that Wayne Bennett will coach 2023, 
2024 and Christian Wolf will take over as coach in 2025. What do you think about this whole uh, setup, Smithy? Yeah, I, th- I think it's smart by the Dolphins to have the succession plan that they've built here. Um, so they get in a guy that, that, that knows rugby league. that it, he, he knows more about rugby league um, as far as you know the, the current coaches go than, than any other coach in the competition. He's been around the game that long and he's been involved in a lot of successful footy clubs. Um, to have him, you know, kickstart the, um, you know, their, the, the Dolphins franchise in the, in the first couple of years, get them up and running. He's played a huge part in attracting, you know, some, some key um, commercial partners that they've built. Like they've got a very strong commercial um, partnerships going um, up there at, at Redcliffe. Um, so I think he's been a key part of that. But just to be able to get, you know, some players in over the first couple of seasons and really just, just get them going, build a an environment there where um, it, it's built on, you know, hard work, but success as well. You know, they, they want to be successful as quickly as they can be. And then to, to find a, a guy like um, Christian Wolf who has had, well, he's had a lot of success over in in, uh, in England coaching St Helens. I think in his first season alone, I think it was something like an eighty percent winning record um, at the club. And and as you mentioned, he's won a couple of premierships and a Challenge Cup over there. So it looks like he'll win another one. Well, he's on. He's on. They're on their way. Uh, the Saints uh, to win another um, Super League competition over there this year, which would be fantastic for him. Um, a, a way to to sign out. But I think I've seen some comments as well from him um, saying that. Um, you know, not it wasn't just an opportunity um, it, to be a part of the Dolphins uh, to come home. You know, it was for you know personal reasons as well. I think they've spent you know a, f- a couple of years over in England. He and his family, um, and uh, he he felt it was the right time to return home. And I think it's just it's it's great. It's smart business by the Dolphins um, to have a, a guy who's who's coached. Um, at a successful organisation like St Helens, he, he's a, um, been involved in international rugby league with the Tongan side for many years now, um, and he knows what winning is. He knows how to get it, the best out of his players. And um, come was it twenty twenty five that you that you said Kempi? I think um, he'll be in a very good position to to take over from Wayne Bennett. Now I've got a serious question for you. Do you think Christian Wolf? will take over Seraldo's mantle as the most famous assistant coach of all time. Well, it all depends on results, I guess, Kempi. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just I'm joking about the fact that Seraldo is the most I know. literally well, the, he's most, the most he's the most talk, talked about assistant coach, wasn't he? He's got to be the greatest assistant coach of all time. I'm going to throw it out there. Goat Seraldo goat, goat assistant coach. I'm throwing it out there. Just quickly before we go to a break, just a little factor about the uh, the Dolphins. They actually come into the comp, and I'm pretty sure they become the richest club in the comp um, in regards to they have a setup where when they came in, apparently they had any, somewhere between 80 to a million, $100 million in the bank. Yeah, no, I think I think it might be plus. I think they may have in excess of $100 million sitting in, in the kitty, which is pretty handy. Oh, and, I, and, I think, and I think to be fair, Kempi, I think that's one of the main reasons why the NRL chose – the Dolphins to be the expansion club mm. is because yeah they you could just set you could just say there, there's your there's your uh, there's your license um, away you go mm. you, you've got a business 
um, model there that obviously works and you can just take care of yourself. We don't need to worry about you or babysit you and uh, you know, have any concerns about um, any type of revenue or financial issues. Um, as you said, mate, they as soon as they start October 1 or whenever it is, October 2, they uh, they become the the wealthiest club in the competition. Yeah, it's, it's, I just think it's an, a factor that a lot of people aren't really you know adding to the equation of yeah okay their roster needs you know a marquee here or there, but that kind of money uh, compared to other clubs. I mean, we've got other clubs that some coaches of you know we, we talk about Manly like Trent Barrett was had a real issue with uh, um, in regards to the setup that they had there. He thought that they needed uh, to progress uh, with the equipment that they needed more. Um, at Manly. And so there are clubs that just do not have the same resources put into the sports side of things. And I think Redcliffe, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if that plays a factor. It's a lot of cash. It's a lot of cash. Yeah. If, you, if you go to Broncos um, club right now, their setup is absolutely incredible. And it's, uh, mm. it is a part of rugby league. You don't really hear much about, but the impact it has on teams is massive. A team yep. that has a lot of resources off the field compared to a team that doesn't, you know, you'd, you'd argue that's an advantage, but, but, Sorry, mate. Just quickly, but that's been capped now. The NRL have capped it oh, because they've, yes. they've found, they found that some clubs that, that like to tip a lot of money into their football department, they felt like they were getting an unfair advantage, so they've capped it. Even equipment? So in, in, in essence, in essence they've, they've, they've made it. Um, they've dragged all the clubs that want to spend money in their football department. They've dragged them back to the teams that don't want to and, and made it, um, yeah, just trying to – they're rewarding um, – yeah, they're rewarding the, t- the sides that don't invest money into their football, which is crazy. Wow. And so that, anyway. that includes equipment. Like, so, for example... Oh, it's all of it. Oh, I think it's just overall spend. Yeah, wow. Even yep. equipment. That's, that's yep. really... I don't know about that. I don't know. I think that's a bit uh, harsh on the teams that are willing to risk creating centres of excellence and all that kind of stuff. Oh, well, I, oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, sorry. I think centres of excellence, I think any sort of buildings and infrastructure, I think that's, that's just up to the club. Mm. But I mean, like in the cap, as far as when you're talking about, um, you know, training programs and staff and, and all that sort of stuff, there's, there's limitations on what teams can spend these days. Now, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to continue to preview the big clash, the, actually the clash of the round uh, brought to you by Suncorp. So we'll see you on the other side. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.